The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Sports Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericasports.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Ready to talk sports with Daryl and Sam. Welcome to Sports Info UM featuring Daryl Oliver and Sam Sword. These guys know the sport like nobody else. From former players to coaches to the great figures of the NFL, you'll get the inside scoop on what's going down today in football and other sports. Now, here's Daryl and Sam. And welcome to Sports Info UM. This is Daryl and rolling along solo. Having a great day. Life is beautiful. Oh, my goodness. I still I still have that trip that I talked to you guys about last week on my mind still because I was in a cave 10 stories deep in Budapest, Hungary. Oh, my goodness. That just still just rattles and rattles in my brain from time to time. But let's talk a little bit about what's really going on, man. I went to a high school football game. Last Friday night, um, had a good time. Gainesville High School played my hometown team, Palm Coast High School. Um, Palm Coast has a running back named Bird, and I'm gonna tell you, you're gonna, you're gonna, you'll be hearing about this young man. He'll be going to college somewhere. Let's pray that he maintains his health and um, don't get worked too hard at Palm Coast High School this year, because I think this young man has a future ahead of him at some college, some college level, but. Um, there was an injury in the game, and I don't know the extent of the injury. I've tried to find out one of the Gainesville players was injured. Um, if anybody knows anything about that Gainesville player that they had to um, take off the field, I'm still trying to find out something about that. But anyway, uh, I think this was um, this this sets off my high school, my football season. Uh, it sets it off. I, I'm I'm really excited about football. Um, there was some good football played in that game. I saw same thing you see a lot of times. I still don't understand why so many high school teams feel like they have to spread the field and spread the ball and throw the ball and throw so many incomplete passes where you work your defense so hard on both teams. They just kind of say throw, throw, throw. Well, Palm Coast does have this running back bird where they do they feed him the ball quite a bit, but they feed him the ball through the spread offense. And if you got a running back like that, put a fullback in the backfield from time to time and, and let this kid hunt some holes. It just makes no sense where it, we, you know if you're running the ball, you got a, uh, your, your strongest player on, on offense is your running back. Put a fullback or an H-back or at least double tight. Do something to, to give this young man an opportunity and your team an opportunity to, to sustain clock. I mean, to... to maintain, sustain drives, and to keep the clock running. I just don't understand that uh, because if you're going to have a running back that is a workhorse, let's get the kids some help in the backfield. Let's move on to college football. And the, uh, the AP ranking and the USA Today 
they're almost identical. Um, Alabama's number one, Clemson's number two, uh, Oklahoma's number three, Florida State's um, number four, LSU's number five, Ohio State is six, Michigan is seven, Stanford is eight, Tennessee is nine, Notre Dame is ten. Hey, let's stop right there. University of Miami is not in the top 25, and um, we can start talking about that right now. And I look at UM as if they can, if they win their first two games, they could possibly be in the top 25. And that's some place we have not visited for a long time. Right now, they have Miami at 26 in both polls, the USA Today and the AP poll, just ahead of the Florida Gators. Now, hey, I, I understand the Gators. Um, you know, you, you can't take anything away from what the Gators did last year. Uh, they won 10 games. <clears throat> Miami has not won 10, 10 games in a while. But the Gators won 10 games, 10 and 4, as a matter of fact. And and uh, and I could see them um, having that that 25 ranking. Matter of fact, they, they possibly should be ahead of some of these other teams. Because when you look at Baylor at 21, Baylor... Is a is a program right now in in, in disarray. Um, they've lost their head coach. Um, uh, they've lost their head coach. Uh, they they have an interim head coach right now who who was not a very good head coach at his at his last job, and I'm almost sure that was Wake Forest. But this this I, I can see Baylor falling out of the top twenty five early in the season. Whereas, hey, Miami, they play um, North Carolina. They're on our schedule. Notre Dame, they're on our schedule. And um, Florida State, who's the number four team in the nation, they're on our schedule. So the Hurricanes are not playing any slouch, you know. Uh, hey, we got a caller calling in. Uh, Matt, who's the caller calling in? It's Coach Vince. Ah, oh, Lord, Coach Vince. What's going on, Coach Vince? Hey, how you doing, Mr. Howell? I'm doing lovely. I'm doing lovely, uh, uh, Coach Vince. Coach Vince, what's going on down there in Lauderdale, Florida? <laughs> well, the barbecue busting down here. We just picked it up off the ground again, and it's doing real great. We have the lakeside down here in the concert, and we're going to try to pull a peak tomorrow. And they say they like the barbecue because they like the smoke, so... I got a new client that I wanted to say hi to you, Mr. Dooley, so we can advertise the barbecue with your talk show on the advertising down in South Florida, down where y'all at. So we all well, come this in and look for we down barbecue. Well, you know I like some barbecue. I like, but you gotta have some good sauce to have some good barbecue. You know, I, the, the meat, the meat gotta be nice and slow cooked. But you gotta have some banging sauce for that for that meat. Now I'm gonna tell you, and I don't want it all hot and vinegar either, and I don't want it all sweet and sweet and sticky either. I want me some good sauce. You understand what I'm saying? I understand. I'm gonna let Mister Dooley tell you about it. All right, all right. I, I want to. I don't want to know one thing, Vince. Now when I get down there to this weed iron barbecue. Yeah. I want a slab on the house. I'm telling you right okay. now. I ain't talking about no salmon with no two slices of bread and four bones or three bones. I want a slab on the house. What's that, Mr. Dooley? I know he is. Uh, a lot. Hey, Coach Vince, I got a question for you. Yes, sir. Uh, 
this hour, I want to tell you too, and um, I ask you to cover some things that are not about football, but I want to ask you how it's presidential thing. What do you think about um, Mr. Trump bike tracking? And I ain't going to hold you up too much. What do you think about the, the, the guys in the Olympics making up ideas to become heroes? And you got other guys who's struggling like us trying to make it, and we all been the same person all our life. I don't know why people get a, a chance to have opportunities and then throw it out there for granted. So what do hey. you think about it? I, you know, um, I, I think the Olympics is a, is a great event that only happens every once in a while. But, you know, uh, I think you're kind of talking about that Ryan Lockie thing, the swimmer that, that said um, the police put a gun to his head and, you know, and now he's actually losing sponsors. Um, you know, and uh, Speedo, a swimsuit, um, they, they dropped him to the curb. Uh, but I think, I think um, when, we, when we think about these kind of things, man, the cover-up is always worse than the crime. You know, and we look back at Ray Lewis. You know, he, he tried to help some people cover up something, and it made him look horrible, and the cover-up is always worse than the crime. Yes. Well, um, I just wanted to say hi to you tonight and call the show and give y'all my props for being hey, on the Hey, you know, uh, you know, I'm gonna tell you now. I, I know y'all do that barbecue thing right down there at the Weedown Barbecue. Well, what's what's y'all location now? Where y'all at? Y'all mobile? Y'all y'all got the food truck rolling? Where you at? We at this club called Club Pink. It's very uh, uh, manly club, and it's uh, a lot of pretty girls there, and they just do what they do. So you know, that's the difference between where we at and where y'all at. Cause the way we at, they part of downtown. And when you go to the far that north, they don't party, so I ain't mad at you. Oh, so what you're saying is, uh, you, you saying the, the barbecue pit is at a strip club? Honestly, I ain't want to say it if you say it, but it's still on point. Oh, okay. What's the name of that place again? Because, you know, club I know y'all getting ready to get some business right now. What's the name of that strip club again? Club Pink. Club Pink? Club Pink. Oh, okay, okay. And it's in Lauderdale. Club Pink in Lauderdale. Y'all down there, y'all down there smoking more than doggone. Uh, y'all smoking more than ribs and chicken. It's more. It's more than smoked ribs and chicken at the cl at it's Club a, Pink. It's in Pompano, Miss Oliver. In Pompano, okay. Okay, it's it's more than smoked ribs, chicken at at Club Pink. Um, than 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 we down barbecue. Yeah, you know, we, we we named that we down barbecue Hollywood or swing. Uh, Hollywood doing the cooking. That's granddad. I know. You know what I'm saying. You know how to have Hollywood cooking a couple times. Hollywood know how to lay it down. That's that's without a doubt. <laughs> uh, no question. He know how to lay it down. Good thing you got somebody there that know how to lay it down. Cause y'all wouldn't be making no money if it wasn't if it wasn't for that. Hey, but now Vince, before we let you go, because we know how you can hog the show, um, Vince, um. What you think about University of Miami pulling up at the number twenty six spot behind the Florida Gators at twenty five, and UCLA at twenty four, and Louisville at twenty three? What you think about the gate, the hurricane pulling up that twenty six spot? That's great because we gonna pull them off. That ain't the U.S. that they used to be. They finna see the real hurricane come back like the old eighty hurricane. 
We got a whole eight coat, and we ready to play now. Yeah, he ate the dolphin. I feel you. I feel you. You know, and it's a, it's a big question mark behind uh, Ryan Tannehill down there in Miami. You know, it's a big question mark behind his name. You know, he said he's not picking up the offense. But, man, how many offense coordinators do you want this young man to have in his career? He's only been in the league like four years, and, he, and he's already had at least uh, four coordinators. It's difficult, very difficult for a young man to keep changing coordinators, okay. trying to pick it up like that. Oh, yeah, I don't know what he's going to do. Telling me I like him, but I think he overrated. And and like I say, we could have used the boys that um, were from Miami, that, that they would never get a chance to what the quarterback need, the young boy. They went to, they went to Miami Northern. No, well, Stephen Morris. Him, or he's the other boy before him. Oh, man, don't talk about Jacoby Harris, man. Uh, J- Jacoby oh, Harris, yeah, man. I don't he think. No, nah, I don't think and he had a shot. They don't play. He had an opportunity for his brother Tannehill. Yeah, uh, no, 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 no. You're you, you, you selling uh, Tannehill very short. I, t- I, really, I really think that uh, Tannehill has, his, has some deficiencies, but I really he think that... I, I really think he one of the better quarterbacks in the league. I'd rather have him right now than Robert Griffin anytime. Give me Tannehill over Robert Griffin well, smart. anytime. He's smart, but, but one thing about football, you, you can be smart, but one thing you do, you got to be wise too, because football ain't the game where you're just running through. You got to be running seat. And, and one thing about speed, that's different. It gets you a lot of trouble. And that's the difference between uh, Robert Griffin. He know how to get out of trouble. Yeah. Well, Robert Griffin, he still got a lot of issues. Hey, Vince, we got to let you run, man. We got some other people trying to get in here. and uh, But it's always a pleasure talking to you. Yeah, and yeah. I, lo- I love talking to you about football, basketball, whatever going on in the world of sports. Yep. But, um, hey, catch I, us next I'm Monday. I'm really glad I got a chance to holler at you tonight because I was really trying to do this thing big down here with this barbecue. I've been taking it to another level. Hey, but I, anyway, I believe, you know. Um, whenever you come back down here, you know where the chop stop at. Barbecue, I, I, sh- I, sure, I sure do. And you know, they, you know what they say, Vince. You know what 50 said. Uh, switch your style up and watch your money pile up, baby. I got, I love my keys in the car. I got them. We'll holler at your we'll Vince on the flip side. Be easy now. Okay, D. Peace. Call me, call me once you get off. Call me. I will. Peace. Hey, but um, and on the on the flip side of that, you know, this guy Josh Norman, man, you know, one of the reasons he had to leave the uh, Carolina Panthers is because the Panthers basically told him, "Say, Josh, you got to tone it down. You know, you can't be saying anything anytime you want to say it." And and Josh Norman basically ignored the the Panthers. And he was a great player, and I know they wanted him around on their team, but he, he basically ignored them. So they got rid of him. Well, now um, Josh Norman, he's, he's, he's almost losing, losing his mind. You know, he's just saying that Roger Goodell is horrible and, and he's, he's not a good commissioner. You know, if, if you want to get called in on the rug for anything, you know, say things like this about your boss. Or say things about this about your boss's supervisor. Or say say things about this about your supervisor. You know, you wouldn't say this about your head coach 
or your general manager. So how can you twist your mouth up, mouth up to say something like this that the 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 commissioner of the NFL is horrible. You know, he's he's just not a, a good person. You know, and I, I just I take offense to this kind of stuff. You know, and and, and hey, Josh Norman, he he's on the cover of um of the ESPN the magazine. But still, man, you just, you just really got to watch what you say. Um, this is what he said. Roger Goodell, horrible. He's straight horrible. Come on, man. I mean, you just don't need to say these things. There's some things, you know, my dad used to say every once in a while, it is best to be silent and thoughtful than to speak and remove all doubt. Josh, you didn't let us know. You didn't have to let us know that you're a fool. You know, just let us know you're a good football player and you're 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 one of the best cornerbacks in the NFL. Don't let us know that you're a blooming idiot by saying things that just don't make a lot of sense, and and it makes you look bad. You know, and and in the eyes of some people, you may they may say, oh, oh um, makes him look makes him look big or makes him look like he's important. I'm telling you, Josh, tone it down a bit. Tone it down a bit. Tone it down a bit. Because this stuff here is just not necessary. It's only gonna it's only gonna affect you in a bad way. Um, if you ain't got nothing good to say, don't say nothing at all. Because I'm telling you right now, these kind of things come back and they they, they hurt us in a big way. Um, I, I I'm asking you, bro, chill out, let it go. Yeah, let it go. You know, but back to um back to this guy Robert Griffin. You know, Robert Griffin got married a couple years back. Well now, uh him and his wife have separated. Uh they've split up. Robert Griffin has been been seen uh, walking around with some some blonde blonde chick and it just makes you wonder what's gonna happen with this dude. And there's already talks that he might be putting Hugh Jackson's job in jeopardy. Hey, guys, we're going to be right back after these messages with more Sports Info UM and more about Robert Griffin. Your internet flagship station for sports... America Sports. Are you a real sports fan? Get ready to talk football and anything else sports with Kwame Lasseter, formerly with the Arizona Cardinals, San Diego Chargers, and St. Louis Rams. Kwame's got the experience, so he's prepared to talk sports with you every week on Kwame Lasseter's Sports Talk. It's on the Voice America Sports Network every Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, and Friday at 9 a.m. Pacific Time, 12 noon Eastern Time. Get ready for an unpredictable, fun, and sometimes sarcastic look at the world of sports. That's Kwame Lasseter's Sports Talk on the Voice America Sports Network. Check your feelings at the door and enter the Man Cave. Don't let the name fool you because we're here for anybody that wants to talk and listen in. Hosts J.D. Harris and Ray Austin are here to lead the forum from the fans, former players, owners, execs, and coaches. While inside the Man Cave, you do whatever you like. We won't judge. We'll even go beyond sports to talk technology, current events, and entertainment. 
Tune in every Wednesday at 3 p.m. Pacific Time, 6 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Sports Channel. We're examining five methods for hunting this week on The Revolution with Jim and Trav. Taking an in-depth look at archery, crossbow, rifle, black powder, and pistol. We'll explore the specifics of each hunting discipline and what it truly means to be proficient and successful with them when in the woods. Joining us will be legendary outdoorsman David Blanton from Real Trees Monster Bucks and wild man Greg Ritz of Huntmasters. It's presented by Outdoor Channel, Sportsman Channel, and World Fishing Network. Friday afternoons at 1 Pacific Time on The Voice America Sports Channel. Follow us on Twitter at VoiceAmericaTRN. Get the lowdown on guests, new shows, and your favorites. That's VoiceAmericaTRN. You're tuned in to Sports Info UM with Daryl and Sam. Call us today at 888-346-9144. That's 888-346-9144. Or send us an email at sportsinfoum3793 at gmail.com. Now, back to the show. And welcome back to Sports Info UM. You know, we were just talking about this guy, Robert Griffin. It used to be called Robert Griffin III, but we just dropped all of those numbers and that crap on the name. We might we just call him Robert around here sometime. Well, Robert is, even, you know, when you start tangling with these women, man, I'm going to tell you, mess with your head in, in athletics. When you have problems with women, you have problems with athletics. You're just not, you can't perform at your highest level when you're thinking about other stuff. And sometimes women can be that other stuff that you be thinking about. Well, anyway, um, Robert got married in 2013 uh, to uh, Rebecca Labidicote. I think I'm pronouncing her name right. Well, anyway, they were married. They've been married for since 2013. Well, Robert just came out and said that you know they're separated and the divorce is in the works. Rebecca said she didn't even know nothing about this. She said, why would she be trying to buy a house with this man in Cleveland, moving to Cleveland, buying a house with him in Cleveland, if she knew that he was going to, um, you know, divorce her? Well, um, Robert, they have one child, too. And that's, that's, that's never a good thing. That's never a good thing. But right now they're separated, and Robert has been seen um, with... A new blonde, now it was other, his old lady, his ex-wife, or his soon-to-be ex-wife, uh, was not blonde. Uh, she was a brunette, but the woman he's been walking around with is is a blonde. And, you know, the word is, is that um, Robert is leaving his old lady. And the word in Cleveland, as we speak, is that Robert's not doing so well on the field. You know, and I think that is what, they pay him to do. We want to see what Robert is going to do on the field. And the word is, is that Robert is struggling on the field. And if he's struggling on the field right now in his fifth season in the NFL, this is the same guy that was picked um, right, right ahead of Andrew Luck, if I'm not mistaken, or right behind Andrew Luck. You know, we look at Andrew Luck as as the premier quarterback in the league, or one of the premier quarterbacks in the league. And Robert, your measuring stick is is not going as far down um, as as Andrew Luck. 
And a lot of these other um, young quarterbacks that are in the league, um, this is your second team in five years. And I think Hugh Jackson's job, the coach of the uh, Cleveland Browns, his job is on the line, really. I mean, Robert, you know, this is, this is a brother that's, that's gotten an opportunity to be a head coach in this league, and he's expecting you. I hope he ain't expecting you as a brother to come through for him, but he's expecting you as a quarterback to come through for him. Physically, mentally, emotionally, spiritually, everything it has to do to be a good, a great quarterback in the NFL, that's what Hugh Jackson is expecting. And if you can't come through for him, Hey, man, I promise you he won't. I, he would be a fool to lose his job behind you and your shenanigans and your locker room antics. And, you know, there was just a, a picture a couple of days ago of someone making fun of Robert Griffin outfit in the locker room. He got a look like a tuxedo hanging up in his locker room. I guess that's what he wore to practice that day. A tuxedo? Come on, Robert. I know we all want to look good, but man, there's a time and a place for everything, and it just ain't a time and a place for the for the old tuxedo to be pulled out in in practice. Practice, come on, and people, I'm gonna bring this up. I almost brought it up late in the show, but I think about sometimes how athletes can sometimes feel invincible or sometimes we can easily get we, we can easily go down the wrong path uh, things happen to us easier than they happen to a lot of people because they bring the sport in front they put the sport in the forefront and here's a prime example um, Todd Marinovich some of us may know who Todd Marinovich is some of us probably don't know who Todd Marinovich is. But Todd Marinovich is, if you ever hear anything about Todd Marinovich, they'll be talking about Todd Marinovich as a former USC quarterback and a former Oakland Raider quarterback. And here it is. As soon as we talk about Todd Marinovich, arrested for meth, naked, in a stranger's backyard. Man, and when you see the picture of this dude, it, he looks really, really, really bad. I mean, and the, and the first line that's, that's stated on this says, ex-USC quarterback Todd Marinovich. And he also played for the Raiders. But Todd Marinovich was this kid that actually, his dad trained him from the time he was like eight years old to be a quarterback for the USC Trojans. And sure enough, he grew up to be a quarterback for the USC Trojans. But a lot of people complained that his dad was actually, had actually taken his childhood away from him and never let him be a kid. Well, this is the this is the this is I think the product of a kid, a guy never really having a a childhood, you know. And 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 people have really tried to help this this young man on a, on a few occasions. But we see so many people battle these same problems that Todd Marinovich had, had to battle, and they never turn out well. We saw Michael Jackson. Uh, we saw Prince. And we see Todd Marinovich naked in a stranger's backyard. Hey, we got Ray on the line. Ray, what's going on? Hey, Daryl. Uh, you're talking about some people that I know, uh, you know Josh Norman and... Uh, 
now in Washington, I'm a dyed-in-the-wool Redskins fan. Some of them are now calling him Bob Griffin or Bobby Griffin. Uh, they dropped the RG3 there. <laughs> yeah, I like that Bobby Griffin, too. Yeah, I, I, well, we just call him Robert around here most of the time. <laughs> yeah. Oh, but uh, uh, game four, when uh, Cleveland does come there, it'll be an interesting evening. And uh, uh, some folks uh, are now saying, oh, we knew all along uh, this guy uh, didn't have the maturity. Uh, and uh sounds like he might be proving that out. Hopefully that's not the case that uh, he'll realize the opportunity that he has there in Cleveland. Well, I really hope he does realize the opportunity he has in Cleveland. And uh, I, I really hope he understands how important this is to Hugh Jackson. You know, Hugh Jackson is um, one of a few head coaches in the NFL right now. And um his, I'm not going to say his job is dependent upon Robert Griffin having a successful season, but we've seen coaches fired after their first season in the NFL. And uh, Robert has a lot to do with Hugh's first year in the NFL. And, you know, it, there's a fan base there in Cleveland that is waiting for uh, that team to get turned around. Uh, and that's a tough division with Baltimore, Cincinnati, and uh, Pittsburgh. So, like you say, uh, Griffin is going to be the linchpin to uh, what success they have. Definitely. And, you know, and, um, and when we look at him, um, you know, when his wife says she was blindsided by the, by the separation and the, um, and the divorce, of talks that we hear, you know, this this doesn't help his case as as a football player, as a as a NFL quarterback. Talks that we hear, you know, right, and you know, and 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 they they have an infant daughter. I think the daughter is only about eight months old. Yeah, and uh, earlier, you know, the things you were saying about Josh Norman, I didn't know that he had that sort of personality there in uh, Carolina, but now uh, Fox Sports is giving him a uh, uh, Sunday uh, sports uh, segment. Yeah, I don't understand how that how that works. You know, um, he's going to have a, a pregame segment, and then he's going to go and play the game? I just don't understand that. Um, well, uh, according to the Washington Post, I think that's going to be pre-taped or, or whatever, and then uh, be shown on Sundays. Okay, so they're going to do this maybe on his day off, maybe on Tuesday, and okay, that's how it's going to work. Maybe it's gonna, they're going to do it on his day off, and they'll just air it on, on, um, on Sunday. I, I can understand that, but, you know, sometimes these kind of things can be a distraction, too, for your team, you know, even, even though it, it might be a good thing, but some, some teammates may look at that as, as a distraction. Especially when, if, if, if his team doesn't, doesn't win right away, it's definitely going to be a distraction. It would definitely be a distraction if he doesn't have a filter on uh, things he says uh, about his team, uh, about the upcoming opponent. Uh. I agree. And, and from what we've seen so, thus far, the way he speaks about um, his boss or, or his boss's supervisors, Supervisor Roger Goodell, um, 
he he just said you know some things um in the ESPN the magazine that uh, Roger Goodell is horrible, you know. And I look at these things, at these comments, they're just not necessary, Ray. You know, some things you just don't need to say. Even if you feel that way, you don't need to say them. Oh, definitely. And, you know, I just got back, uh, kind of getting off of uh, those guys for a minute, uh, something that did to both you and I, uh, Notre Dame and uh, Miami, a big game coming up this year. But uh, Notre Dame has some uh, young men that uh, didn't represent the the Golden Dome too well this weekend. Okay, and uh, you want to you want to enlighten us a little bit on that, Ray? I uh, uh, I, w- I was in Chicago, and Chicago for a long time has been uh, a strong base of uh, Notre Dame uh, fans and. Uh, but recently, uh, you know, the Michigans and the Michigan states, the Ohio states, that's, that's Big Ten territory around there. And even Northwestern uh, has started to gain favor locally. So uh, uh, Notre Dame starts having these kind of kids in uh, trouble. Uh, it's it's going to damage some of that support that they might have around the Midwest, around the lakes there. Yeah, this is this is kind of serious. You know, they say six University of Notre Dame players were arrested in Indiana overnight, five on suspicion of marijuana possession, and the sixth after an altercation at a local bar. You know, these are these are pretty serious charges. You know, um, you know, and and I don't know uh, when we say marijuana possession, how much marijuana did these guys have? Is is it is it is it two grams? You know, because and this is a, what we were just talking about 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 athletes. It's always the university and the sport that you play first. It could be something as little as one gram of marijuana or two grams of marijuana, and but you know, it, it's going to be a drug charge regardless. And um, these these young men probably have lost their careers at Notre Dame for sure. Well, uh, one one uh, is a senior starter, and I understand he's been dismissed from the team completely. Uh, so that's that's damaging. You know, uh, a starter with the Notre Dame defense. So who knows where that goes for him? You know, here it is, right here. Um, these five guys were arrested on a misdemeanor marijuana charge at a at a traffic stop near the near Rochester, about 50 miles south of the school. You know, that's just, you know, uh, and why do you think they stopped them? There's five brothers in the car. (laughs) You know, come on, man. I'm just, uh, let's let's keep it real. Five brothers in the car, they get stopped, and and I, I don't know, maybe somebody was smoking, maybe they just... Ask them to empty their pockets and find it. We don't. We 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 probably never know. But this is probably something that um that these young men were probably uh, probably this is a charge they'll probably beat. Now the other guy um he was he had a fight with the uh, with the police officer. Uh, right. Uh, yeah. So I you know I'm, he's he's probably definitely going to be be gone for the for the entire for the rest of his career is over. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Daryl's always good uh, catching up with you and hearing the show. Uh, oftentimes, I just call to listen. Uh, but this evening, I thought I'd 
call and uh, throw in my two cents. Hey, Ray, I really appreciate it. It's always nice talking to you. Hey, and uh, I hope I see you at that Notre Dame-Miami game in South Bend. I'll be there. <laughs> That's, uh, I, I went to that game uh, oh, year, when Jimmy Johnson was still there. And, uh, uh, you know, Miami had the reputation of being the renegades and uh, that convicts versus uh, Catholics uh moniker that they had thrown on us, but uh, uh, walking around South Bend there that day, uh, we were treated harshly and verbally abused by co-eds. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Hey, were the Canes victorious that day, Ray? Oh, it, it, it was a rough day, uh, uh, but, uh, you know, Miami represented, uh, uh, and then uh, as Coach Johnson has said, do not leave that game in the hands of the uh, referees. And uh, they kind of took one on us uh, with uh, the Cleveland Gary uh, carry down at the goal line. Right. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, I remember that. Hey, Ray, don't be a stranger, man. We're here every Monday night from 8 to 9 o'clock. All right. Good. Again, good talking to you, and I enjoy the show. I enjoy Always listening good. to you. Thanks, Ray. Hey, guys, that was Ray calling from Palm Coast, Florida, but I think he's in Chicago right now listening to this show this week in Chicago. We like that. And Ray's a, 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 he's a loyal fan and listener to the show. Got to love that. But, um, and you know, I, was, I, I think about these Notre Dame kids. Here are five kids riding in a car together, going back to college or probably not too far from college, and um, somebody was smoking a joint, or I probably was not, wasn't nobody smoking nothing, you know, because if the police stop them, I'm sure they didn't have nothing lit in the car. But at the same time, these young men, their career is probably over because some gang, some police officer wanted to make a statement. Because I'm, I'm, I can guarantee you, um, if these were five guys of other persuasion, I don't think they would have been in the paper, Notre Dame football players. Uh, some officer probably would have wanted to get their autograph and, and keep it moving. This is just really, really, really another example. This is another example of how Todd Marinovich, when we talk about him, ex-USC football player, five University of Notre Dame football players arrested on marijuana charges, misdemeanor marijuana charges. They won't say that. They'll say on suspicion of marijuana possession. You know, come on. That makes it, that, that makes it sound a whole lot worse than it is. You know, and I just, it just makes you wonder um, what's really happening when we see things like this going on. It's really scary. It really is. You know, I just, I, it concerns me. But what really can we do besides talk to these young people and let them know that, hey, you really have to be aware of what's going on around you all the time. You just really have to be aware of what's happening all the time. Because one, one little move, one slip up, and just your whole career, your family is looking at you like, what in the world could you have been thinking about? You know? And hey, maybe maybe all of these young men will rebound. Maybe they'll go to um, to um, to 
smaller colleges, um, do very well at these colleges, get their degrees, become very successful citizens in society because that's all we want. Whether you're an athlete, whether you're a student, doesn't matter who you are. We want you to be a successful citizen in society. Take care of yourself and your family. Hey, guys, we're going to be right back with more sports information right after these messages. We'll be talking more about Todd Marinovich and more about who saved both that bad, bad man. We'll be back. Your internet flagship station for sports. Sports. Sports continues to grow and evolve to ever increasing prominence in today's society. On All Around Sports, host John Inglesby will connect with the leading newsmakers from the sports world, including players, owners, and fellow sports journalists, discussing the top news and events that are relevant to sports today. John will also report from and offer his experience of the world's top sports events. Tune in to All Around Sports with John Inglesby, Fridays at 1 p.m. Eastern Time, 10 a.m. Pacific, on the Voice America Sports Channel. Okay, sports fans, here's your opportunity to discuss football, America's favorite sport. On an annual basis, millions of people attend, watch, and listen to football, both pro and college. Ray Ellis Sports, an internet talk radio show, was developed with the fan in mind. Join host, former Philadelphia Eagles and Cleveland Browns strong safety, Ray Ellis, on Voice America Sports every Tuesday at 1 p.m. Pacific for exciting, interactive football discussions from the fan's perspective. Tune in every Tuesday at 1 p.m. Pacific to Ray Ellis Sports right here on the Voice America Network and let's talk football. Do you love sports talk? Can't get enough sports talk? Have we got a show for you. It's about the NFL training camps, Super Bowl previews, a look at the new starting quarterbacks, and weekly key injuries. We'll take your calls and emails right on the air. Former Philadelphia Eagle James Loving is your host, and you never know who'll drop by for a co-host spot or an interview on the spot. Tune in to Loving That Sports Talk with James Loving every Wednesday at noon Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Sports Channel. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. You're tuned in to Sports Info UM with Daryl and Sam. Call us today at 888-346-9144. That's 888-346-9144. Or send us an email at sportsinfoum3793 at gmail.com. Now, back to the show. Hey, welcome back to Sports Info UM. You know, um, Dwight Howard... He, he gets on my nerves sometimes. Man, this dude, NBA player Dwight Howard, he comes out and says, um, I beat LeBron James in an MMA fight. Beat him in a basketball game. Man, forget the MMA. We don't want to see you in an MMA. We want to see you on a basketball court winning championships, slam dunking on people. That's what we want to see. It's this guy, man, he just, ah. Here's another guy that's just, been around the league just collecting paycheck after paycheck and Dwight Howard don't get in the octagon go win a championship win win an NBA championship 
Uh, Dwight Howard is 30 years old, 6'11", 265 pounds, wingspan of 7 foot 4 inches. Uh, LeBron James is 31 years old, 6'8", 250 pounds, with a wingspan of 7 feet. I really think LeBron James would, would wax the flow with your sorry behind. But uh, anyway, I ain't going to call him sorry because he, he is a formidable NBA player. I take that back about, about that. But anyway, I think I think LeBron James would wax the floor with um with with Dwight Howard. He just he, he seemed like he'd give up quick and looked like one punch in the back. You, he really might be out for good. One punch in the back. You know, he's always complaining about his back. That's why I say that one punch in the back. But um, he really has to he has, he has to do better. And Ryan Lockett says that um, he thinks he's going to give up drinking after the, <laughs> after the Rio Olympics. And Ryan Lockett should give up drinking if he's going to be acting like this to the point where they destroying property, uh, peeing on the floor in the bathroom, and some of the stories that they tell, um, tearing up stuff is another story that we tell. Um, hey, it's, it's, it's a lot of stories out there about what really went on, but I think Ryan Lockheed failed to realize that the truth shall set you free. The truth beats all. My dad used to say, when you tell one lie, you have to tell five lies to cover up the one lie. So just tell the truth. Be as honest as possible all the time. Ryan Lockett, he was not honest as possible because he started out telling untruths and um, telling people that, um, you know, that, that somebody put a gun in his head and all of this, and that never happened. And when you start telling lies like that, it's just, it, it only, it only, what we say, exacerbate the story. It just makes it bigger and bigger and just more lies and more lies and Ryan Lockie, you made a lot of people look bad, but more than anything, you made yourself look bad. The Texans expect J.J. Watt to come back quicker than expected. Now, we all know that J.J. Watt is a, a workout freak and a workaholic on the field and off the field. I really think this cat might be coming back a little too quick. Take your time, J.J. We're in no hurry. Take your time. You know, I mean, we really want to see you back on the field, but really, take your time. You know, it was a story out over the weekend about Daryl Strawberry was worried about Dwight Gooden because Dwight Gooden did not make a scheduled event. I don't think Daryl Strawberry was, was he, he didn't handle that very well. Daryl Strawberry could have easily uh, handled that a whole lot better. And to put Dwight and Gooden, Dwight Gooden out there on Front Street is not the way to handle it. You know, if you love somebody, you talk to them individually. Um, you don't put their information out there on Front Street, and you don't say that you're worried about him having a relapse because he didn't make a, a special event. Uh, I think that's something that you really need to handle uh, better behind closed doors. You know, but um, Olympic women, 4 by 100 meter relay team, one goal. 4 by 400 meter relay team, one goal. Olympic men, four by 100 meter relay team, one silver. Four by 400 meter relay team, one gold. Hey, but we can't compare um, the women to the men, I think, because when we look at the men, 
there's only one sprinter that we think about when we think about sprinting right nowadays, and that's Usain Bolt. The man that won the 100 meters, won the 200 meters on a wet track, beat everybody so bad that he looked over to his left on both races to see where, where his competition was. I mean, this man is just unbelievable. And the things that we've seen him do in the last three Olympics, I think we don't realize, I mean, this is a long period of time. This is 12 years we're talking about. This is not like three years back to back to back. No, he has been absolutely great, phenomenal. You know, he's won three gold medals three times. You know, I really think this, this, I, I, I'm going to, I hate the thought of this being the last time we'll see him in, the, in, in an Olympics because the way he won this 200 meters, you got to think this cat could easily probably win the 200 meters again um, at the next Olympics. I mean, he, he just really looks that dominant. And I, I really think that um, it's a possibility that, that we could see him um, at the next Olympics. I, I, I really think we can. It wouldn't surprise me. It wouldn't surprise me one bit if we saw Hussein Bolt. You know, um, Kobe Bryant dumped $100 million in the venture of a capital venture. Um, venture capital fund. Now, this is like he's wanting to start a movie production company. You know, this is a lot of money, you know. So, hey, I, I really think, um, I think this is, this is something big. Kobe said he was going to do something real big when he finished um, basketball. And I think he's letting us know that, hey, this is going to be real big. Real big. I'm going to follow you, Kobe. And when the stock hit the market, I'm going to be in line to buy some. Because I'm telling you right now, you are one of the darlings of America. You know, you 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 up there with Michael Jordan. You know, and, you know so if, if I can invest in, if I had a chance to invest in, in, in Jordan and Nike, I would. But if you're going to give me any kind of chance to invest in Kobe Bryant, I'm going to invest my money in, in, the, in the Kobe Bryant stock. I'm telling you right now, I really think that... Um, that this is something big, and who better to follow than a man like Kobe Bryant? He, he, you know, he's he speaks a couple of languages: Spanish, Italian, English. Come on, man! Everybody gonna want to want to gonna are gonna want to invest with Kobe Bryant. So guess what? I will be investing with you too, Kobe. Let me know. Just I'm gonna follow you. I'm going to follow it because I know you're going to bring the money to us. And I, I, I just believe that you will be bringing it. So when you see whatever this, whatever company Kobe is going to be investing in, put your money down there. Put your money down on him. I really think, um, I think, I think he has a chance to, to, uh, to do some things. Um, the Buccaneers drafted a kicker, uh, Robert Aguayo from Florida State, and he's now uh, seeking a mental coach. You know, he's missed a couple of kicks, missed a field, missed an extra point and a field goal the other day. And now he's seeking a mental coach. Now, the last time a kicker was uh, drafted out of Florida State would have to be um, Janikowski. And this dude's like 40 years old and still kicking in the NFL. 41 years old, I think, and still doing it, laying it down. So, Aguayo, uh, if you need a mental health coach in your rookie year, 
Uh, this ain't getting off to a good start when you need a mental health coach in your rookie year. That's just not a good look. So I think uh, we gotta we gotta keep an eye on that. That's one of the things we will be watching because you're a kicker and you need a mental health coach your rookie year. I think we got to keep an eye on that for sure, for sure. We definitely going to be looking at um, how that works out. And um, uh, Le'Veon Bell has now, um, Le'Veon Bell will be suspended for three games. You know, when is it going to end with this guy? It makes you, makes you wonder what is the deal with this dude. Pittsburgh Steelers, they're counting on this young man. And... He just don't seem to be able to keep it, keep it together for some reason or another. He just can't can't keep it together. But we're praying for you, uh, Le'Veon Bell. And, hey, man, um, get, get yourself together, really. I mean, come on. Sometimes it takes take meditation. Sometimes it takes a little bit more than meditation. Sometimes it takes medication. But sometimes it just takes um, a little bit of love from the right Right party, that'll get you right too. But get yourself together, uh, Bell, because uh, Pittsburgh still is counting on you, and um, your mom and them counting on you. You know, and, and three paychecks missing—that's a lot of money, man. I mean, you might not look at it now. Uh, you might not look at it as a lot of money now, because you're making a lot of money. But guess what happened when you stop making a lot of money? That's the first thing you're going to look back at is those three paychecks that you didn't get in 2016 because of some, some, something stupid that you just couldn't, couldn't control. Hey, man, get it together. It's, it's really, really not worth it. I mean, it's just not worth it. Get yourself together. You know, uh, University of Miami had a scrimmage last week, and uh, Brad Kaya threw for 395 yards in a scrimmage. Uh, Brad Kaya also had three touchdowns and one interception. You know, Brad Kaya is one of the top players um, at the University of Miami, and he is a Heisman Trophy candidate. We're expecting a lot of big things out of Brad Kaya. Brad, let's get us out of this 25 spot ASAP because... That's not where we belong. We belong in a little a little higher spot than um than than in twenty five. And I think with the running game that we have this year, um we'll have a lot of good things going on. I think it's really gonna make a big difference um this year. Um uh, the word the word was um um Gus uh, had a real a, a real productive um practice, um scrimmage I mean. So, uh, and and Mark Rick says they they broke camp last week. All the seniors were carried off the field. Uh, looked like we we're all excited and ready to go down there. He said this week we'll we'll start preparing for FAMU. So hey, I'm on board, Mark. You ain't got to worry about that. I'll be right there with you. Uh, I think that um, everything is going up down at the University of Miami. Parking passes, the tickets. You got to buy a season ticket to get just a, 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 a simple ticket for the Florida State game. Uh, they're all sold out except for skyboxes, and I think they run like uh, 250 for a ticket. So 
everything is going up down there. We got to pay Mark Rich's salary, that's for sure. But still, let's get it right this year, guys. We're all excited. Everybody's excited down in Miami. We're all excited up here in North Florida, ready for the Hurricanes to get it started. Um, and Yerby, you're going to be the man this year. We know it. You know you're coming out after this year. But let's don't, let's don't count the chicken before they hatch. The eggs, the chicken before they hatch. Let's hang in there. Have a good season. Have a solid season. Hey, let's go Canes. We'll be back next week with more sports information. Thanks again for listening. Daryl Oliver and Sam Sword will be back again next Monday at 5 p.m. Pacific Time, 8 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Sports Channel for more Sports Info UM. We'll see you then.